Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Get Into It podcast. My name is Tamia. This is Raina, and let's get into it. Let's get into it. So as usual, we're going to start with our highs and lows. And at the time you guys are hearing this, this is pre-recorded. So our highs and lows might not necessarily apply to exactly when you're hearing this, but it applies to us right now. So Raina, you can go ahead and start. I'm going to let you have the floor. Okay. Wow. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah. So this week, my high is definitely getting back into reading. I started Cory Booker's autobiography yesterday and I'm almost done with it. I was very excited. Um, And autobiographies are my favorite genre of books. So I think I'm going to get into either Sonia Sotomayor's autobiography next or Barack Obama's first autobiography next. I'm not really sure about that, but that was good because I was just like vibing, drinking my tea, like lit a candle and was just like reading like all day. And it was just like, it was nice. I haven't done that in a while. Um, That's peaceful. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) so hello is I like I started class already. I'm really envious of Tamia who has not started class. Um, no, ma'am. Yeah, but for one of my um, classes, I already have a presentation due like literally next week, and it's a like a presentation on like over a hundred pages of reading. So I really have to get into that reading. But so that's kind of a low, but I'm kind of excited about the topic. So I guess it's like, it's a low just because I have to actually like read all that stuff. So, yeah. You just said you got into reading again. Okay. But this is like personal reading, like reading I'm choosing to do, not something that I have to do. No, I feel that when they force you to read for school, it's a little, it's a little different. It's harder. Okay. So my highs and lows. So y'all my high. Your girl is 21. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I turned 21 on January 15th. Um, Capricorn season, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So you know how I feel about those Zodiacs, Marina. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I turned 21. I had a really nice birthday. I spent it at home because, you know, Miss COVID. Yeah, COVID. So, um, but I really still enjoyed my day. I'm happy to be 21. So when the world opens back up and we're free to kind of like do everything we were doing before, you'll catch me out. Basically, mm-hmm. I'm going to be out and my low goes hand in hand with that. It was kind of disappointing not being able to do the normal 21 festivities, you know, like going out to like a club or like a bar for the first time, like that kind of thing. So um, the day of my birthday was a little like bittersweet, just kind of like I'm so happy you know, that I made it to 21, but also I wish I could spend it with my people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but even with that being said, my family made it a really good birthday. I had a great day. So Yay. it's a low, but it was still, it was still enjoyable. So, yeah. Nice. So as we mentioned, this is a little pre-recorded, but at the time you guys are hearing this, it will be the day after Valentine's Day. So we thought it was only appropriate to do an episode about valentine's day whether that be you know what this day means for us we're going to talk about some nostalgic traditions we used to participate in and overall just discuss the holiday yes 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 and 
Um, the title of this episode is Black Love. And basically, along with all of the things that Tamia said, we're kind of just going to talk about just love in all types of forms. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic, but like communal love, um, social love, like all, all the friendships, all those different types of things that can be applicable on Valentine's Day. And I am going to start off mm-hmm. our, you know, podcast today with a quote. <laughs> Oh, the quotes. <laughs> With the quote, I've been feeling the quotes lately, but because I'm reading Cory Booker's biography, it's only necessary that I bring a quote up from this book. And it's from his first chapter, which is called A Conspiracy of Love, but it's not his quote. It's like a pre-quote to his quote. But basically it's a quote by James Baldwin, which says, know from whence you came. If you know once you came, there are absolutely no limitations to where you can go. And I kind of feel like that's speaking to, you know, this kind of communal love that I think a lot of people in certain communities feel amongst each other, whether um, you know one another or not. I know it was specifically with the Black community. Um, there's always some type of love with, and you always have some type of relatability with someone that you might not even know. But if they're a part of your community, there's like that instant connection. Mm-hmm. And I also kind of feel like it relates to this other other idea um about like love and community which is basically it's like a african philosophical idea which is basically like i am because we are yeah my mom actually has that tattooed on her arm and it's very like i feel like that really speaks volumes to communal love and like on valentine's day like it's not just about like loving a partner but it's also about like loving loving your people and loving mm-hmm. your family and your friends and all that so i thought those were a good couple of quotes to kick us off yeah and i think another one that kind of, kind of goes with the um i am because we are is the it takes a village kind of thing mm-hmm. like you know if we all come together and love each other like we can help each other grow and prosper and everything but to go off of that, um, I guess that kind of goes into like what we describe like Valentine's Day as, like how we see Valentine's Day and kind of what Raina touched on, like I see Valentine's Day not only about romantic love, like it's a day to appreciate your friends, family, like anyone you have love for. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to just be romantic. Mm-hmm. So like growing up and even till this day my dad always gives me my sister like flowers on valentine's day like just lets us know like he loves us i mean he tells us that all the time but you know it's like um lets us know he loves us obviously gets my mom like some really nice flowers i tell my friends happy valentine's day like i think today in our kind of like generation there's this like oh i'm lonely on valentine's day i don't have anyone like i don't have a boyfriend i don't have a girlfriend but that doesn't mean you can't enjoy the day. Right. No, like tell someone you love them. Just remind them. Even if you tell them all the time, like the day is about love. There's different types of love. Let your friends know. Let your parents know. Let your other family members know. And yeah, that's how I see Valentine's Day. It doesn't have to be a sad day because you're not in a relationship. No, that's true. And listen, coming from someone who was booed up last Valentine's Day. Oh, it's not just about that. It's not just romantic. Um, it's it's I definitely agree with you when you're saying here that um it's friendships, it's family, it's all that. I know that when we were in high school and middle school, elementary school, like our school system did like a Valentine's Day candy grams. Yes. Where like you could order candy grams for your other friends and then they would like come in the classroom dramatic as hell, like passing them out and stuff. 
low key though like if you didn't get a candy gram like it was actually slow for you that was the only bad thing about not it not slow like if you didn't get one like that's really crazy and like it was just funny because like everyone would like try to figure out like oh who sent who sent this candy gram oh it's a secret admirer all this all that like it was just like it was just cute and i think it was very i don't know if we did that did we do that all the way up to high school i, I don't really remember yeah no we sent each other rain and i sent each other some in high school yeah but we, if you didn't get one bro, you put from oh. your secret admirer i knew i knew it was Raina. <laughs> Raina knew it was me like yo we just wanted to cause drama like we just wanted some attention so no for real it was like oh my god a secret admirer girl it's i sent you a text me. i sent you that text saying i'll send it to you but um yeah and even like i remember in elementary school like how everyone brought valentine's day little candies for everyone like you pass it out to the class like those were the yeah. good days bro those, yeah, like those you signed were- everyone and you would walk around the class and put it on everyone's desk like it was so much fun like valentine's yeah. day was so much fun in like elementary school and middle school and stuff because it's like you just give out candy to your friends and i think like once we hit high school we kind of lost that because mm-hmm. then it was like it's love for everyone like we give everyone something like it was like a celebration for everyone and then once we hit our teenage years it was like you got to be getting something from like a from your boyfriend or from your mm-hmm. girlfriend Not or it's like shit. it felt it felt like a competition like if you don't have yeah. someone yeah if you don't have someone like you're down bad like you feel me <laughs> well i must have been down bad because i didn't have like <laughs> i wasn't in high school like being like oh i need a boyfriend and like you know i didn't have one on valentine's day in high school but I remember not letting that phase me really like I said Rain and I would send each other stuff tell each other happy valentine's day to our other friends like you know like let's get back to that let's bring that back I wish there was an adult I mean I guess there is adult version of candy grams they're just they're just like flowers and stuff you can send but I miss that like I miss just kind of like where valentine's day was less of a this is horrible because i don't have anyone it was more of a this is fun let's just celebrate with each other yeah i don't know i think i think gen z we're a little like um (laughs) we want to run into relationships let's just say that yeah um but yeah i definitely like i love that we're talking about community and communal love because i feel like that's also really um like foundational to the black community and like obviously like other minority communities but I'm just like speaking from my experience in that um just like you know community loving each other all the time relatability like I kind of touched on before my mother would also get me like chocolate and candy and flowers like last year she didn't get me anything and I was so tight like I was actually hurt I was like there's no way she didn't get me anything like I just I don't know I'm just so used to that like tradition of like oh like you know we all we all doing out for everybody showing out for everybody yeah um but I definitely do like love that concept of community community love that's like I think that's like my favorite part of Valentine's Day because like no matter what if you don't have a boo like whatever but you know you got your people so it's still a beautiful day and this year it's on a Sunday so it's also on the on the Lord's Day we feeling great this Valentine's Day yeah maybe a little nice Valentine's Day brunch Mm -hmm. yes a little 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 brunch I like that yeah, and we hope everyone had a great Valentine's Day because not having a boyfriend or girlfriend doesn't mean you're not loved. Like, wow. you know, you have your people, you have your friends. Like, you know, I hope everyone just had a good day and embraced the whole just loving like feeling in the air. I mean, we're speaking from the future. So I hope everything going on around Valentine's Day is still very loving and light and we can all celebrate 
but um I agree and also like Raina said we titled this Black Love and one of the reasons well I can speak for me on this one um one of the reasons we really wanted to title it Black Love is because we are two Black women and at least for um for me I know a lot of the relationships not necessarily romantic but uh in just family and friends are with other Black people Mm -hmm. so a lot of the love in my life is black love like from black people like my mom my dad my sister my friends all of them and you know if we're gonna get a little deep here when it comes to like romantic black love in the media there's not always a good light shed on it mm-hmm. when it comes mm-hmm. to movies and shows they make it seem like you know the black woman has to go through she has to jump through hoops and obstacles and go through all this just to feel love just to finally get the man in just to finally feel accepted it's there's never just like a simple movie where the black woman can find someone she loves usually and it's simple you know and I think I think I think you're I think you're shading at um what was it love island (laughs) okay okay let's get into it let's get let's get into that because I can I can hear it it. you can you can hear it right now because okay we're going to go on, like, I'm going to just go on a, like, three-minute tangent real quick. Like, get with me for a second. <laughs> so, I know people watch Love Island out there. Okay, I do. No shame. I binge-watched season two of Love Island USA. And the first Black couple one ever, Justine and Caleb, she's a dark-skinned Black woman. Like, when I look at her, I see me in the sense of she looks like me. Her skin color the people she keeps around her, like she very much was like a girl I would want to be friends with. And um, they won. And today on January 17th, they announced their breakup, right? And so I saw it and I was like, that's really sad. You know, the first black couple to win black, um, to win Love Island and they broke up, but you know, whatever, whatever. Turns out the man never really liked her wow he was playing into her insecurities as a black woman because she didn't have a great season because um I feel like a lot of the black women listening to this are dark skin black women can relate to the feeling like you're picked last sometimes you know so she was kind of going through that and basically he swooped in and became her quote unquote savior and he's basically playing her the whole time and he played into the black love kind of thing to win Mm -hmm. right and I feel like you know when I saw when I was reading this I felt for I don't know her I don't know these people but as another black woman I felt for her Mm -hmm. because I feel like a lot of black women can attest to the whole you know like um well here here how about this growing up as a dark-skinned black girl you constantly hear okay light skin or dark skin which one do you like Mm -hmm. or the small comments about you being dark skin things Mm -hmm. like that and that can mess with your self-esteem as a black girl especially as a young dark skin black girl so to see that happen to her really makes you think about like you know those little comments I used to hear and I feel like we can as black women kind of me seeing her I'm like I I understand how you're feeling right just I can relate to you in the sense of like how we look and how we are kind of treated sometimes and I see how that can hurt so bad Mm -hmm. so yeah I was shading it a little bit because like why 
does why did she end up being like the butt of this joke right like why does she have to get embarrassed publicly like this as a black woman Mm -hmm. like you know so that's why we kind of titled it black love because in the media a lot of the times black couples aren't shed in the best light Mm -hmm. including black women yeah which is so unfair and I wish it wasn't like that but you know no yeah 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 and I think I also think you're kind of alluding to let's let's address this elephant in the room let's talk Mm. about the the fetishization of light-skinned black women and mixed girls like that's also the counter effect of this it's like we see like you know like yes we already have like you know not the best representations in the media in terms of like black love being publicized and stuff but it's like you know you see like Lori Harvey she's just living her best life you know what I'm saying and like some people are like you know obviously some people are like okay like she's doing whatever and some other people are like oh well she's queen period sis and like I can't even like beg to differ where it's like okay but she's like you know she's she's a light-skinned black woman that's coming from a light-skinned black woman so y'all can't cover me because I know what I'm talking about so it's just like you know you've you flipped the other side of the coin and like I also just find it like you know there's just like an inherent colorism to people's like racial preferences. Well, having a mm-hmm. preference is racist in itself. And you can't argue with me on this. Yeah, especially care. if it's rooted in but color. Yes. Rooted. Like if you're like, oh, I prefer this type of, I prefer like these type of women versus these types of women. And the only difference between them is like the shade of their skin. Like that's a racial preference, which is racist. <laughs> like there's yeah. just no arguing with that. So I think a lot of times, like, you know, I think colorism really dominates black love and just generally like it's like you know like a lot of times like you know the preference is going to be anything that's like closer to whiteness and I think that's a huge I mean it's it's very much so rooted in racism and white supremacy but yeah so I mean you know it's just it's just crazy to think about like how like you know people could like preach all these things and then like you know and then you they they become like all of a sudden they turn a blind eye when it's like about stuff like this mm-hmm. um but yeah I would just have to say that I think the representation of black love in the media is oftentimes very like I think disrespectful oh for and, sure like and when you know you actually see a black couple like flourishing like someone always has to have like flaws like I always think of like Sierra and like Russell Wilson how they used to come for Sierra for like no reason saying all this and all that even like Michelle and Barack Obama saying that Michelle was like born a man and like Serena thinks she was born a man I'm like y'all what are I'm like what are we doing here Uh what are we doing no I I completely agree especially about you know Serena and Michelle it's like it's almost like the media let me not make too general of a term, but you know, it's almost like whenever there's a black couple thriving, like you said, or, you know, just living, there always has to be an issue or it always has to be downplayed to like, well, she must've had to had to do, go through this, this and that to get there or to get him. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, why can't it just be, you know, why can't she just be a regular person who has a regular life with a regular husband and regular kids? Literally. Like, and I think the only, I just recently watched um, the photograph that's with Issa Rae and, um, oh shoot, what's his name? I love him. Ooh, not enough. Obviously, right? 
Okay, yeah. I was watching the photograph with Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield. Love him. But um, I feel like that movie was one of the first movies about Black love that I watched where she didn't have to go through hell and back to get a happy mm-hmm. ending. Mm-hmm. Like, you know you know who deserves jail time? For <laughs> <laughs> <Or> Perry. <laughs> he deserves jail time because he loves making movies where, like, the Black women have to go through so much or they're always, like, the butt of the joke. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was so nice to watch a movie where it's just literally, like, they fell in love. Any relationship is going to have obstacles. So, like, I think their obstacle was, like, oh, we had to do long distance, like, normal stuff. And then it ended up being okay. And then if you didn't watch it, I'm sorry. But I mean, you should have known it was going to have a happy ending. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it was like just refreshing to watch that and not expect her to like have to go through so much just to get a happy ending as a Black right. woman. Right. So yeah. But so Raina, <laughs> like we said, this is pre-recorded. So um, for us, it has been Valentine's Day yet. But for them, they all, they're done. But do you have plans for Valentine's Day? Whether that be just with friends, family, you know, still reading, like whatever, whatever yeah. you feel like doing. A self-care day, if you will. Yeah, so for this year's Valentine's Day, it's looking a little different than last year. But I I don't know. I think it falls on President's Day weekend, right? Too. Oh, I don't so know. I probably don't have school on Monday. Maybe not. I don't know. But I'll probably just be like, you know, oh, it is. Friends. Yeah. yeah, it definitely is. So I'll be chilling with friends. We can get like, you know, food, talk about communal love, how much we love each other. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like I'm super excited for that. Um, To me, I'll send you something in the mail. Hopefully my mom sends me something this year because um, she didn't send me anything last year. So Maybe she's listening to this. Maybe she'll send you something. She is listening to this. Mom, I want you to send me something in the mail, please. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah. What are you doing, Tim? Okay. I mean, if you really want to get it out of me, I guess. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I, like you said, it's still, it's still January. So we're definitely like a month ahead. But um, since it is a Sunday, you know, no one in my family is going to be working. I'm um, actually, I might be helping my sister at the shop, maybe. Shop at Divine Planner, y'all, um, yeah, in Maplewood. Shop, shop, plan, shop. I might help her for the day there and um, probably get brunch with my family. Uh, we usually try to, you know, get together on Valentine's Day and me and my mom, my dad, and my sister give each other something. Right now, I'll send you something in the mail as there well. There you go. But yeah, it's probably just going to be, you know, me and my family. And my only my only friends, I don't, I only have like three friends still in Jersey. All of them wanted to I'm leave still me. Still in Jersey. So, <laughs> so maybe I'll do something with them too. But overall, it's going to be a chill Valentine's Day, which I think I like. I like when Valentine's Day is kind of like a self-care moment because also it's about self-love mm-hmm. yes self-love let's talk about self-love let's talk about, self-love. Let's talk about self-love. self-love yes because that's the most important love if you ask me Her. you gotta be like at peace with yourself love yourself you know I'm sure a lot of us are still working on self-love it's not an easy thing like mm. you know so I feel like taking Valentine's Day for also as a self-care day, you know, doing something right. for yourself that you don't usually do, whether that be, you know, getting yourself some food or buying that outfit you've been wanting for a minute, doing your makeup, getting cute. If you're a guy, like, you know, doing whatever you want to do mm-hmm. and like just feel good about yourself on that day. Because again, like we've been saying, it's not only about romantic, like yes. you should be able to feel good within yourself without a relationship. 
Yeah. And like on the topic of self-love, I definitely agree with Tamia and, you know, you should be able to do whatever you want on Valentine's day for yourself. Um, kind of like what we touched on, on like previous episodes, you know, when you fully love yourself and all of your flaws and forms and all this and all that, then you'll be able to love other people in a way that you never thought you could. Um, I think that's a really, I think it's a hard lesson to take sometimes Mm -hmm. like learning how to fully love yourself with all of like, you know, the, the hiccups in the road. But you know, when you're, when you're the most confident in yourself and you're confident in your abilities and confident in your love, then everything that you can do is limitless. So I definitely yeah. agree with the self-love thing. So, you know, do a facial, take a bath, you know, do a little cucumber, get a pedicure. Well, maybe not get a pedicure. Maybe give yourself a pedicure. <laughs> um, do your hair. I don't know. Do do whatever. Drink some tea, read a book. I'll be reading also, a book. That makes me want to ask you, what are your favorite self-care activities? Like when you think of a self-care day, what do you want it to be full of? Okay, here's the thing. I don't think until quarantine, I really learned what self-care meant to me. Mm. Like I would always think it's like, okay, I'm just sitting in bed watching Netflix all day, which is self-care. Like that it literally is self-care. Self-care comes in different forms. Um, yeah. But I realized for me, that wasn't necessarily my self-care. Um, I think for me, I always feel like, I have to be productive in whatever space that I am. And, you know, sometimes I can run yourself through the mud where you need to get a lot of self-care. But I realize that my self-care is also intertwined with that, which is basically like putting my phone away, not watching Netflix, but like reading a book or like watching a documentary that I enjoy. I'm like a history buff, so y'all know. Like, I really enjoy like watching documentaries. Like, I feel like I'm learning something, but I'm relaxing at the same time. And I'm like feeding my body knowledge. I really enjoy, that's my self-care with like tea. And tea's like my favorite, like wind down thing. So I definitely do ginger tea with honey. Y'all know the vibes. If you're Caribbean, you know, like gotta get that Caribbean tea ginger tea I mean so that's definitely like my thing like spicy spicy ginger tea with honey a little bit of lemon and a good documentary that sounds good and I agree I didn't realize my real self-care like how I what I enjoyed is my self-care until quarantine because I think my self-care varies my self-care activities varies based on what's going on in my life So pre-quarantine, when I was still very active, like going different places, you know, I had a much busier schedule. My self-care was just, okay, for this day, I'm just going to lay in bed and watch Netflix. Mm -hmm. And that was my idea of self-care because for one day, I didn't have to get up and do anything or go to different things. I could just be with my Netflix in my bed, maybe FaceTime a few friends, like, you know, use that day to just kind of like bring myself back down to earth a little bit. Mm-hmm. But since quarantine, I realized like I only enjoy that type of self day when I have a lot of other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So I think my version of self-care now or the activities I like to participate in is like, I'm not going to lie. When I when I'm done cleaning, like if I want a good self-care day, I need to like clean my room, make it feel how I want it to feel and look for me to feel good mm-hmm. so like I'll do stuff like that and then like lay down still put on like a good show but like you said I'll try to like stay off my phone 
and um, probably spend that day, like take a nice bath at the end of the day. Cause like, you know, just like relax in like a bubble bath. That's always really nice. Maybe light a few candles if we're feeling real crazy. Mm-hmm. But also I'm not going to lie, like getting cute, like feeling good, like put on a nice, like fresh face of makeup and doing my hair and putting on a cute outfit that for some reason, maybe I wasn't able to go out and wear like that makes me feel really good too I consider that self-care because just me spending time making myself feel good Mm -hmm. so definitely my self-care activities depend on what's going on in my life Mm -hmm. it kind of revolves around that like the crazier my life is the less I do on my self-care day Mm -hmm. like whether that be just lay in bed or you know get cute take a couple pictures so that's what I that's what I think my self-care my favorite type of self-care for me yeah, if y'all know Tamia, y'all know that she do the little dress up thing. Oh my god, the the makeup is bad. Like I, sometimes I don't know what dress down means. Mm-hmm. Like I'm able to dress we down. No, we know. I'm able to dress down, but if I have a fit in mind, I'm so sorry. If we're going to just even if we're just going to the grocery store, I need somebody to see this fit. Like it's not going to waste. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> differ in that. I'm a. If you know me. Well, to me, you can attest to this. I am a sweatpants, hoodie, slides type of person. Raina hates when I tell her to wear jeans when we're going out. I don't wear jeans. I'm so sorry. She <laughs> like, hates it. She'd be like, I, Why? I literally have something called fancy sweatpants. No, you love saying that. You love saying that. I'll be like, Raina, we're going out, like, put on some jeans, like, pre quarantine, like, some jeans and a cute top. Okay, but what if I wear, like, my cute, <laughs> fancy sweatpants and a top? And I'm like, what? No, I, I, but like, but you rock it though. It's like, it's like your aesthetic. It looks good on you though. Okay, so you're not, you complimenting me right now. Listen, you already, it's Valentine's Day. You know, I gotta give oh you a compliment. God. Okay, well, I guess to kind of like wrap up here, um, I think a big thing that I took away from today's episode is definitely, you know, loving yourself so you can love everybody in the best way possible. I'm Mm -hmm. big on the communal love, African philosophy of I am because we are. And, you know, if we all take care of each other, and we all invest our love into each other, we're all going to flourish. I just, I love that. That's my Valentine's Day this year is definitely like that, that, that little concept right there. I agree. I think that's one of my takeaways. And for me, it's also just don't let, I mean, when you guys are hearing this will be after Valentine's Day, but don't let, you know, the conversations on social media or other people posting their relationships make you feel down, you know, like your sole purpose in life is not to be in a relationship. So wait, I have a and, thing to say about that. Ooh, what? Ooh. Listen, all I'm gonna say is that everyone's journey, professional, social, whatever, but specifically romantic, is different. Just because mm-hmm. someone else met their partner for life or their partner for right now doesn't mean that you have to do that right now. Like, don't ever feel pressured to jump into something like you will oh like it'll things will unfold the way they unfold just because everyone else is doing it doesn't mean it's your time so and that's okay because your journey is different everyone's journey is different some people meet the love of their lives like later in life and that's okay oh maybe that's a good question do you believe in soulmates yes yes believe in soulmates do you believe in multiple yes i do 
Okay, same. Well, I think that you can have friends that are soulmates too. No, for real. Randa, you're one of my soulmates. Oh my God, you're one of my soulmates too. Oh my God. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely feel like I've met like a soulmate or two romantically. Um, I think I definitely have some friendships in my life where I know they're my soulmates. Like they're able, <laughs> they're able, <laughs> they're able to know, like, like, for example, Raina, Brittany and Jay got me a Bluetooth record player yeah. for my birthday. Yeah. Something, oh yeah, we did. Literally something I didn't even realize I wanted, but they knew me so well that when I saw it, I almost cried. Not the crying no literally like they know me so well sometimes they know me more than i know myself i'll say something and be like to me you don't even believe that and i'll be like you know what maybe you're right i don't even believe that so i believe that i have found some friend some friends that are like my soulmates romantically um (laughs) i'll just say i think you have but whatever romantically i feel like i may have but then again you know just be i think there's multiple romantic and multiple friendship like soulmates that you find and not everyone is meant to last a lifetime so take that what you will that's the unfortunate truth i think that people in young adulthood have to navigate that you could have someone that you thought was so this that and the third but yeah and and if you feel like you met your soulmate or someone that you just know they will come i mean we're really young i'm 21 rain is 20 so it's like we're really young to be talking about soulmates but even if you felt like you met that person, you shouldn't compromise your happiness and everything just to hold on to that. Mm, when the wow, time is right. The wow. time is right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but wait, I'm not gonna lie. I think I met my twin flame. Oh my god, we're getting deep. Okay. Yeah. okay. I really feel like I met my twin flame. To me, can you explain what the twin flame is? We need to wrap. Okay. It. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This this could be a longer episode. I feel like they're loving it. Hopefully, you guys are loving it. But um, <laughs> this far. Okay, so a twin flame is basically someone that you feel like basically it's you in another body. Mm-hmm. It's like you feel like your souls are connected. Like when you meet this person, you just kind of know. Like that's that's just what it is. Like you can't really like, you know, look you for it's not, it's not really like, quickly. Yeah, there's not like bullet points where it's like, oh, if you definitely did this, this and that, that's your twin flame. It's kind of like you just know. So it's like you guys just when you meet it feels like you've known each other like a lifetime it's almost like you know you guys were together in like a past life like you guys have known each other so long it feels like part of your soul is in their body like basically okay but, but wait but wait but wait flames. but here's but the wait, thing but wait but wait can a twin flame not be a romantic partner i think so i think usually i think usually it's a twin flame i mean y'all do your research if you feel like you might even encounter one or if you need like more detail but for me in every aspect that I've researched it, I've researched it romantically. But I don't think it's far off to say that a twin flame can be a friend. But um, the other thing about twin flame, though, you're not necessarily meant to end up with that person. Uh-huh. It's usually that person is like um, someone... Trying to teach you a lesson. It's like teaches you a lesson kind of thing. About you yourself. Like, about your Literally, that's the thing. They're like a mirror. Outside your body. Yeah, it's literally like a mirror. Like when you're with this person or when you're not with this person, it's kind of like an on and off thing. That's another thing about a twin flame. Sometimes you guys are with each other, not with each other. It's like a thing. But um, not the, again, not the research. romantic counselor. Yeah, no, again, research more. Listen, I be doing my research about this stuff because I'm like, ciao. Anyways, so, <laughs> so 
Yeah, it's like, um, it's usually someone that you're not really meant to end up with. It's kind of like a learning situation. And that's the unfortunate truth, folks. And that's the unfortunate truth. But then again, you know. You never know. You never know. But like I said, don't compromise your happiness and how you feel about yourself just because you feel like this person might be, quote unquote, the one. You have your life to live, baby. Mm-hmm. And um, you shouldn't compromise that for a man or woman ever like you should use that's another thing you need to put yourself first okay sometimes so so yeah I to answer that question I do believe in multiple soulmates whether that be friendships or romantic and I don't believe you're always supposed to end up with that person and you say you feel like you met your twin flame I'm oh the hesitation uh (laughs) I'm I'm I agree I feel as if I might have but then again it's not a cut and dry. I definitely did. I definitely didn't. Who okay. knows? But okay. Yeah. Oh my god, we got deep with y'all. <laughs> okay. Let me nervous. Not y'all. Not y'all in our lives. Yeah, whatever. No. This is the point of the podcast. We it is. To- I mean, remember, we're also trying to go to law school too. Remember that. Yeah. So, you know, but nah. I think I think having these conversations is nice though because. Y'all get to listen to, you know, get along. You get to come with our journey, whether that be professional or romantic. Obviously, we're not going to be spilling all the beans, but we're young adults just like y'all. We go through some of the same things romantically that y'all go through. And it's nice to hear that some people, like, if you can listen to this and be like, I agree, or I've been through that, or girl, I might have met my twin flame too, and I don't know what to do. We're right here with you. Right. We are right here with you. We are learning, child. So so yeah yeah. but i guess to kind of like wrap up here i'll say one last thing Mm -hmm. i love you reyna i love you and i hope y'all told y'all friends that you love them you may let your parents siblings whoever you love just let them know it's nice to hear every now and then because and listen that leap of faith if you feel something in your gut go tell them text them call them yes like their instagram posts Okay, maybe. Okay, don't actually don't listen to me. I'm so sorry. I just got really, I got hype. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, just, don't do that, guys. Don't do that. Cancel that. Cancel that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. It's the pride. But, <laughs> um, but no, even if like I, Rain and I, we're not the most like, we don't tell each other, we don't say we love each other every single day or anything. Yeah, we're not you know those type us. of people. Also, we're from Jersey. We're crass as hell. Yeah, us. it's very much like we say I love you by being like, you trying to like go out to eat or something? Like, you know, we definitely say it in different ways, but it's nice to just hear it sometimes and to tell people so and we love you guys like y'all have been very supportive listening to our podcast riding along right with us like riding with us through this so even though it's only been uh almost three months when this comes out right no almost two months when this comes out uh we still have a lot coming and we're excited so yeah and with all that being said Raina's signing off love you guys Yes, to me is signing off. Love you guys. We'll see y'all in two weeks because the bi-weekly schedule. So. Curious, sir. All right. Bye, y'all.